Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Say Lovey podcast with me, your host, Sila. Today's topic is something that I've been thinking a lot about recently, so I just kind of wanted to have like a little gab sesh with you about it. But before I get into it, I just want to have a little life update for you because I like having a little chat before we get started. So I'm actually so excited because I went to my first ever fashion event with one of my friends and it was so fun, also so random. I don't even remember really how I came upon it. I discovered it on TikTok and I ended up buying tickets. I got waitlisted and I was like, oh no, like I'm not going to be able to go. Me and my friend were super disappointed and then they expanded their venue so I was able to get off the waitlist and actually get a ticket to this thing. It was with the brand Vite Apparel, which is an athletic brand and I have never bought from them before. I did when I was at the event. So I'm just waiting for my stuff to ship. So hopefully by the time the next episode comes out, I can give you an update on the clothes. I'm really excited because a lot of their stuff was really cute. And it was my first kind of event like this. And there were so many cool, like fabulous women there. And I also just want to say like, I have never been in a space like that with that many people where I felt so not judged. Like I am somebody, I'm a photographer and I am somebody who likes to take Instagram photos of myself or like even when I'm working with a client in public, people are staring, they want to know what you're doing. Sometimes even when you're taking photos by yourself, like I do that sometimes for my Instagram, I'll set up a tripod and a camera somewhere and sometimes I feel judged, (laughs) not gonna lie. Like sometimes people stare at you and they're like, oh my God, what is that girl doing? And like maybe teenagers are judging you for doing that, whatever. But at this event, like people were taking Instagram photos and the room wasn't that big. So like I say maybe there were like 50 women there all in my age range. So like all from like 19 to like 27, I'd say, plus all the employees who were there to hype up this brand. So there were a lot of people there and the room was not that big. So people were taking Instagram photos. People were like using props and giggling and like being disruptive, like disruptive is maybe the wrong word, but you know what I mean? Like causing a commotion a little bit just because you know, you're taking photos, you're taking up space, flashes are going off everywhere because so many different people are taking Instagram photos. And it was just so chill. Like there was absolutely zero judgment. And even, you might laugh at me, I keep a tiny hairbrush in my purse anywhere I go just because sometimes my hair annoys me and I want to brush out my curtain bangs and put them behind my ears or I'm trying to grow out my hair too. So I'm trying to get used to having long hair again because it's been a while. So sometimes my hair just like honestly annoys me. So I'll just brush it and like put it up. So when I take this hairbrush out, sometimes in public, even with my friends, they're like, oh my God, like, of course you're brushing your hair. Like they tease me about it. And at this event, this girl was like, oh my God, that's such a good idea. My hair is bugging me so much right now. I'm going to go home and I'm going to buy a little hairbrush. And I was like, you do that. I got mine at Walmart. Okay. Like it was just such a fun vibe. All these women were so friendly and so kind. And it was just like, yeah, like. I can't even remember the last time I was in a space like that where I felt zero judgment from somebody, whether that be the person I was with or a stranger. Like, it was just, I can't even explain it. I don't think I've ever felt that confident and, like, secure around that many girls in my life. So, yeah, anyway, so we ended up playing trivia, and I came in second place on the rom-com trivia, little brag. So I ended up winning a winery tour, which is crazy. So I think I'm going to take my parents and one of my friends because my sister is not... 19 yet so I think we're just gonna it's gonna be my parents and my friends and we're gonna go to this wine tasting which I'm really excited for and I also won a gift card to the brand in addition to the one we got when we showed up so yeah it was just so cool and when my clothes get here I'll definitely do a little review for you because I am really excited I ended up getting 
a purple bra and leggings set and then I got this like collared sports bra slash tank top so it's got like a cute like tennis girl vibe and it's like baby pink it's so cute I'm so excited so anyway yeah I'll definitely update you if you are curious about this brand everyone there also who worked for the brand was also so nice this is not sponsored by the way I just want to say like everyone there was so nice this was such a cool event so yeah also so random if you follow me on TikTok you might have seen but the same day as the event so what was that that was February 9th so this episode's coming out on the 19th so this will have been 10 days ago by the time you hear this but on February 9th that afternoon I was out with my dad because I had to do a project for school and we're at this Starbucks and then all of a sudden Ken Jeong walks in like the guy from The Hangover he's also on The Masked Singer if you don't know who he is you definitely do know who he is if you don't know that name like google him he's a comedian he's super famous but anyway, he walked in and then I was like, oh my god, dad, that's Ken Jeong. And he was like, go take a photo. So he's leaving and I get up and I'm like, hi, like, I'm sorry, I'm such a big fan. And he was like, oh my god, of course, like, let's take a selfie. So we took one and he was just so, so, so nice. Like, obviously he was going off to work or whatever he was doing here. I don't know why he would be here. I guess he's filming a movie or something. But he was so polite to me and like, yeah, he was just so kind and so super random like running into him at like a starbucks but anyway if you don't know who he is you definitely do just google him yeah anyway just had to say that and just my last little life thing before we get into today's topic i feel like i am running out of steam when it comes to school like i am so burnt out creatively i'm kind of going through a creative rut like i feel like i've used up all my good ideas in the fall semester and my study week actually starts on Monday so when this episode will be coming out we'll have a little break and I'm actually going to visit my grandparents so I'll be with them for a while at their house and like they're by a forest so I'll be able to like get back to nature and like just relax and get some homework done but yeah I just need this break so bad like I'm so burnt out and maybe I should do like an episode on creative burnout I feel like that would be a good one so yeah, maybe let me know if that would be something you'd be interested in listening to. But yeah, I just had to say that because my first episode was all about staying motivated. But in reality, sometimes we just fall off that trend. And right now I'm kind of not staying organized for school at the moment. So I just had to give like a real update for you on that, I guess. Okay, so let's get into today's topic. So I just want to say quickly... I am late to the trend because I feel like this book was all over TikTok like maybe a year, maybe even two years ago now. 101 Essays to Change the Way You Think by Brianna Wiest. I think that's how you say her last name. I could totally be saying it wrong. But I actually discovered this book, I think, because of Fernanda Ramirez. She talks a lot about it on her podcast. I could totally be wrong. It's called A Better You, so I would definitely go check out her podcast. I'm such a big fan of Fernanda. I actually met her in 2022 and she was so nice. Anyway, fangirl moment. But yes, if you haven't read this book, I would definitely recommend it. I've only read the first, I think, three or four essays in it. And I was a little nervous, not going to lie. Like, being in university, I read essays, I feel like, all the time for my classes. So I was like, do I want to get a book, like, where I'm literally reading essays for pleasure? Like, that does not sound like me. But the way it's organized is actually really easy to understand and really easy to follow. So I would definitely recommend it if you're looking for a new book. So after reading the first essay, which is called, let me just check here. Uh, Sorry, one sec, if you can hear the pages turning. 
The first essay is called Subconscious Behaviors That Are Keeping You From Having the Life You Want. So that'll kind of segue me into getting into today's topic, which is your dream life, how to go after what you want. Ever since reading this first chapter, I have been nonstop thinking about this topic as somebody who also has anxiety. I will get into why, but I definitely feel like my anxiety holds me back from doing a lot of stuff that I actually want to do because of fear of judgment. But I feel like I'm jumping a little bit ahead of myself. So firstly, when it comes to going after what you want, we got to set some goals. So these could be goals to do with anything, honestly. Like think about your dream girl in terms of yourself. Like who is she? What does she do? What does she do on her daily What does she like to eat? What does she embody? I kind of look at it that way and I've heard the term dream girl. I think I've mentioned this in my last podcast episode from Cami Sophia, which also is another great podcast. (laughs) Go listen to her. It's called With Intention. But anyway, like who is your dream girl? What does that mean for you? And set your goals kind of around that. So like for me, for instance, I do go to the gym pretty regularly. I go about three, four times a week, which is great. And I'm really happy with that amount of time I'm putting into that. And I do want to maintain that. So that's totally okay that I'm also keeping that as a goal that I have. So my dream girl, for instance, goes to the gym. She has a healthy diet. Obviously, we have to have our cheat days because life is too short not to eat the things we actually want to eat. But my biggest goal for myself is to be more outgoing. And I kind of talked a little bit about this in my last podcast episode, like how to make friends when you're out in public and how to reach out to more people, that kind of thing. And I kind of touched on this at the beginning of this episode, but my anxiety, I feel like, is the biggest setback for me in terms of being more outgoing. Like, I do a lot of cool stuff. I feel like going to that fashion event, for example, was kind of out of my comfort zone just because I didn't know what to expect because I've never done something like that before. And even trying to grow my photography business, like trying to reach out to more clients, offering to photograph my friends. I've even thought about reaching out to maybe some micro-influencers or influencers in my city to see if they'd want to collaborate on a photo shoot to reach a broader audience and I am terrified to do that just because I'm going to be vulnerable and it's hard to be vulnerable with strangers and it's not like I'm telling these people like my deepest darkest fears or my insecurities but just like having a conversation being able to hold a conversation being able to act like an adult which I hate that term but I don't want to have a conversation with somebody I'm trying to photograph or someone's approaching me to have their pictures taken by me and I am just like yeah, I don't know, like, what do you want to do? Like, it's up to you. Like, that's not being assertive. That's not how you want to run a business. So being more outgoing is hard. And I'm trying to get better at it. I'm trying to do more things where I interact more with strangers, like that fashion event, for example, because I met a lot of cool girls there and I got a lot of their Instagrams and like, now we're all friends online. So I was able to socialize. I will be honest though, my friend Vienna, who I went with, also posted a YouTube video of the day. I will link that in this podcast episode. She's a lot more confident in terms of making friends with people. Like she would go up to someone and be like, hey, I love your dress. This is my friend Sila. Let's chat kind of thing. Like I definitely need to get better at that. And I feel like watching Vienna do it gave me the confidence to do it. So by the end of the night, I was totally chatting with a bunch of girls who I'd never knew before walking in there. Yeah, and now we're all friends on Instagram, so it was really cool. Sorry to keep talking about this event. It was just so much fun. (laughs) Another huge thing for me is to stop worrying about what other people think, and I think this can be implemented to whoever, whoever you are, whatever you're trying to achieve in your life. To have your dream life, you do actually have to stop worrying about what other people think of you because at the end of the day, it doesn't actually matter. 
I can't remember, but I feel like I kind of went over this a little bit in my Dealing With Anxiety podcast episode, which you should go listen because that one was a really good episode. (laughs) But anyway, and I also feel like because of my anxiety, I am such a planner. Like I saw this funny TikTok the other day, actually, because yesterday was Valentine's Day, right? So I was out with my boyfriend and I was looking at this TikTok and it basically said like when your boyfriend is the go with the flow guy, but you're the planner girlfriend and the sound was like, oh yeah, I can go with the flow, but what time does the flow actually start? (laughs) And that is so me and my boyfriend. And I feel like me and a lot of my friends, I just automatically take on the role as the planner, which as somebody who has severe anxiety, maybe that's not the best, (laughs) not going to lie. Like sometimes you need to also be taken care of. That said though, I also don't really have a problem with being the planner. So maybe it is my fault. And I do put myself into those situations because at least when I feel like I'm in control of it, I know what to expect which also as somebody with anxiety, I feel like people could relate to that. When you have anxiety, you're, the fear of the unknown is really scary. And so when you're taking on the event, whatever it may be, Galentine's, for example, just happened. So maybe you're the one who hosted or offered to, and maybe you're the one who organized all the food and then you just bought everything and got your friends to pay you back for it later. Like that has been me in a lot of situations and it does get exhausting being the one who's always planning everything. But again, I do put myself in those situations and I don't hate planning. Just sometimes I want to be the one that just shows up, (laughs) you know, like that would be nice. So anyway, my reasoning for telling you this was because when it comes to the future or who I want to be even six months from now, even a week from now, sometimes I feel disappointment just because I didn't reach the standard that I was holding myself to. Like, for example, this might sound so dumb. But I might see a picture of a wellness girl on Instagram or Pinterest. Pinterest is my favorite app, so I'll just use Pinterest as an example. You know, you're scrolling through all these ideas, this aesthetic life, this wellness life, whatever your feed looks like for you. And sometimes I'll come across a picture and I'll be like, damn, I really want to dress like that girl or I want to be that girl. And then when I buy that outfit or do my hair that way or do my makeup that way, I'm like, why don't I look like that? And you know why? It's because I don't look like that girl. (laughs) And that's totally okay because as cheesy as it is, we're all different and that's what makes the world beautiful. (laughs) So anyway, so I'll be like, oh my gosh, like I failed because my outfit doesn't look like that or my hair doesn't look like that, whatever it may be, even though that is kind of superficial stuff, like even in terms of art class, for example, I might push myself really hard after a critique I had that maybe wasn't so good. So I got a lot of feedback. And so I'll go in the next week implementing all the feedback I got, but then someone else will always do it better. So then I'm like, did I actually grow? Did I actually? But it's all about my journey and your journey. It's not our journey, if that makes sense. Like my improvement and success is not going to be the same as somebody else's or yours or yours or whoever. And comparison is the thief of joy, which is so true. So just because I don't look like this girl I found on Instagram or Pinterest doesn't mean that I failed at trying to implement what she's doing in her life. You know what I'm saying? So I actually want to read a quote to you from 101 Essays. It's from the first essay that I said is in the book. So this is the quote. Your brain can only perceive what it's known. So when you choose what you want for the future, you're actually just recreating a solution or an ideal of the past. When things don't work out the way you want them to, you think you failed only because you didn't recreate something you perceived as desirable. Okay, so that was kind of a long one. (laughs) And I would suggest maybe skipping back 30 seconds to listen to it again, just because that really sunk in with me when I read it for the first time. Because if you think about it, it does make sense. Like, for example, if I picture myself in a year from now, 
hoping to gain more of an audience on this podcast, for example, or on my TikTok, and I'm comparing myself to other girls who have podcasts who are more maybe famous on Instagram or TikTok, whereas I'm kind of not even a micro-influencer. I have like 130 followers on TikTok right now, so just because my growth is slower than other girls or other people trying to create an audience like I am doesn't mean that I'm not doing a good job at it, if that makes sense. Because basically this quote means like you're projecting something that your brain already knows onto your future. So then when you get to that point in time and it doesn't come full vision to what you had like thought up and tried to make up in your head as this perfect ideal situation for this thing, you're like, oh, like I failed. Like, why isn't it up to my standard? And it kind of goes hand in hand with like getting your hopes up. I don't think getting your hopes up is a bad thing because it's important to sometimes have those rose-colored glasses and make everything a bit more sparkly, (laughs) as I like to say. So basically just when that event or that time in your life comes where you're like, why isn't this like I envisioned it? That doesn't mean you failed. It just means that your journey is not going to be identical to every other person that you see doing this. My journey with this podcast and gaining an audience is not going to be the same as Fernanda Ramirez, for example, since I've already referenced her. She was famous on YouTube before she started the podcast, so that would have helped her bring in those people. Anyway, I'm kind of going on a tangent, but you understand what I'm saying? Like, not every scenario is going to be the exact same for every single person. Your journey is your journey. And even somebody who maybe is influenced by me and wants to start their own podcast or wants to start their own photography or look into going to art school, your journey through all those things can be similar to mine, but it's not going to be identical and that doesn't mean you failed. You know what I'm saying? So in terms of building your dream life with keeping this in mind, it's important to have aspirations and have goals and like maybe set realistic timelines for yourself like For example, a year from now, maybe you have a travel destination you really want to go to and you've been saving up for a while. So you go and it doesn't look like your Pinterest board for the trip. That doesn't mean you're not going to have fun. And you're going to have your own experiences. You're going to have your own stories to tell. So I think with social media too, it makes it hard to not compare yourself to others. And I think we all do it whether we realize we are or not. And I know I'm definitely guilty of it. And I do it subconsciously all the time. But that doesn't mean that I... And not succeeding in the field that I want to succeed in. Growth is still growth, even if it's small. So I just want you to keep this in mind if you have like something coming up that you're excited for and that you've built up into your head, especially having anxiety. I feel like I do this all the time being the planner, like I build up these expectations. And just because your expectations are not met, because I do think sometimes in life we do need to hold a specific standard for something like, for example, if you're in a relationship and you know you deserve more, I think for something like that, yes, you do. You should have high expectations. But in terms of following your dreams and building your dream life, just because your way of achieving it is different from someone else who is on the same path as you, just remember that you're not failing and you're not not going to be as successful because I've said it a million times, everybody's journey is different. So just keep that in mind when you're trying to build this dream life for yourself because I think it's really important just to cut ourselves some slack sometimes even. So we also need to be confident and not scared to go after what we actually want because when you go after what you want you will feel accomplished and you will feel successful because you've checked that off your bucket list so just go for it so another quote that I think relates to this idea from the same essay in the book the first essay 
is when you consider doing something that you truly love and are invested in, you're going to feel an influx of fear and pain, mostly because it will involve being vulnerable. Bad feelings should not always be interpreted as deterrence. There are also indicators that you're doing something frightening or worthwhile. Not wanting to do something would make you feel indifferent about it. Fear equals interest. And in this part of the essay, she was talking about your gut feeling and how some people can interpret that as like when you have those worries in your tummy, like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this or I need to take a step back. And that's not always the case. And this quote specifically, I would have to say over the other one, I would listen to more, maybe go back again and listen to it because... As, again, somebody with anxiety, I feel like I always listen to my gut. And, of course, yes, you should always listen to your gut because your gut is right, I would say, 95% of the time. But just because you feel anxious or you feel scared to do something does not mean that you should not do it. Obviously, if you're being put in a situation where you do feel danger or some kind of uneasiness about it, I'm not saying that when you're, like, at a bar or something and some guy's hitting on you and you're getting a weird vibe from him to just suck it up and go home with him. Don't do that. If your body is actually having a reaction and you do feel like this is a bad idea, trust your gut. But basically what she's saying here is like when fear equals interest, your body is just working you up to be ready for whatever is coming. Like for example, for my 19th birthday, I went ziplining with my sister and it was so terrifying. I've always wanted to go ziplining and I was so scared. I'm not someone who's scared of heights, but you know, we were the zip lines were really long like we were going from mountain to mountain like we were fully crossing over a whole valley so and we're really really high up so it was really scary and i was feeling a bit anxious even though i knew i wanted to do it that i would say was more fear equals interest like i could tell in my body that this was something i wanted to do i was just anxious because my body was working me up to be ready for it and i feel like anxiety and excitement can also come hand in hand sometimes And also I'm going to use this event again as an example. Like I was so anxious to go. I knew I was going to, but I was just like, what are we actually walking into? And the invitation said something like come through the back alley entrance. So me and my friend were like, literally, where are we going right now? (laughs) But like we walked in and it was like this super professional, super beautiful thing. But going there, I was like, oh my gosh, like what's going to happen? What are we doing here? Like maybe we shouldn't go, But we did and we ended up having a really good time. So that's another thing where fear equals interest because I was curious and I knew that I wasn't like deep down, I knew that I wasn't walking into a bad situation. And the idea of fear equals interest also goes hand in hand, I feel like with the fear of judgment because I know firsthand, especially, I'm sure everyone does, but just this is my little story. So during COVID when I was in grade 11 and 12, like even as a kid watching like My Life's Ava and like Alicia Marie's back to school videos on YouTube when I was like 14 and like 12, whatever, I wanted to be a YouTuber. But I was like, no, people are going to judge me. And like where I live, the community is really small. Like everybody knows everybody. I live just outside the city. So it's a really small area and people run into each other all the time. So if you're going to start posting videos on YouTube, like people are going to ask you about it. And I was just like, I don't want to deal with people judging me. So I never did. And truthfully, I still haven't just because I am a little anxious to film in public with like a camera and actually put together a long video. So I feel like that's why I like doing these podcasts and doing TikTok because I feel like together they're kind of like YouTube because these podcast episodes are like 30 minutes long, but you don't have to see me. And at least with TikToks, I can film them on my phone. So it's quick and easy. Even starting a TikTok account, like actually starting to post consistently and stuff like that, like I used to be really scared of judgment and even sometimes like my friends and family might tease me about certain things like sometimes if I take a picture of my meal my best friend might be like oh Sila thinks she's like an influencer or something and I'm like 
No, like I'm just trying to create content for people to honestly build an audience for my photography because that's my main goal here on social media and like talking about this kind of stuff is to help people and also try and bring in some more clients for my photography because I just want to meet new people and I want to create art. At the end of the day, that's my goal. So yeah, sometimes when it people tease me, it's hard to like be like, oh my God, like shush. <laughs> but you know what? I love doing it and it makes me happy. So as long as you're being safe online, if you are somebody who wants to start a YouTube channel or make TikTok videos or even start a podcast, just do it. Because if you don't, when you're 50, you're going to be like, why didn't I do it? Like I wanted to. You can still do it when you're 50. I don't know what the internet is going to look like then. But yeah, if you want to, just do it. Like have no regrets. Just try it. If you end up hating it, just delete your account. It's that simple. Obviously be safe online always, but yeah, just like go for it. Why not? I feel like I'm kind of going away from the main thing here. Like having that gut feeling in terms of fear equals interest. Like honestly, up until I read this essay in the book, I think about a week ago now, maybe two weeks ago, I understood gut feeling to be anxiety. It means don't do this. Stop it now. Like let's get out of this situation. And sometimes that is what your gut feeling is telling you. So like I said, trust your gut. If you do genuinely feel uncomfortable doing what you're doing, then don't do it. But after reading this, it kind of gave me some courage to like be like, oh, if fear equals interest and like your gut feeling is also your body preparing you for a possible scenario relating back to before, like your brain can only perceive what's known. So when you choose what you want for the future, you're actually just recreating a solution or an ideal of the past. There's the quote again for you. Your gut is just basically telling you like, okay, you're excited, you're anxious, but like we can do this and like this could be really good for you. And so I just think, listen to your gut, like truthfully, in terms of being judged. If you're worried about maybe applying for a new job, if you're worried about getting a gym membership, if you're anxious about going to a yoga class, even like I talked about in last week's episode, like going on dates by yourself, your gut is not saying don't do those things. Your gut is just preparing you for a situation. So yeah, I hope that makes sense. So in terms of building your dream life when listening to your gut, like if you want to start that YouTube channel, just do it. Like honestly, or if you want to apply for that promotion, just do it. If you want to go out to a new yoga class or a new exercise class, whatever, just do it. Go make some friends. If you don't want to, that's great too. Like I guess what I'm saying at the end of the day, just trust yourself because you are more capable than you know. And that's something my mom used to tell me all the time as a kid when I'd be having panic attacks. She would always say like, even as an eight-year-old, she would tell me, you're more capable than you know. And at the time I was like, oh my God, mom, like I'm a child, like what are you saying? (laughs) But like, she's right. Like you can take care of yourself. It is so possible to achieve your dreams because people do it all the time. You think Meryl Streep just decided she wanted to be an actor and automatically she was an actor? No, she must have worked really, really hard for it to get to where she is now. I'm just using her as an example because I watched Mamma Mia the other day. One of my favorite movies. (laughs) But yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Just go after the things you want. Trust yourself because you are more capable than you know. And also remember, comparison is the thief of joy. So go on your own journey. Small growth is still growth. So just enjoy the journey. And as cheesy and stupid as this line is going to sound, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. So when you're building your dream life and you're trying to become your dream girl, just trust the process. Like seriously, that's what I'm saying at the end of the day. Just trust the process. 
So yeah, I think that's all for today's episode. I think I might reference 101 Essays more often in my podcast because it is a really good book and I'm learning a lot. I feel like it's supposed to change the way you think because that's literally in the title. So I think I might reference it and quote it a bit more in this podcast. So be prepared for that. I also do want to say, please, it would mean a lot if you left a review on my podcast. I'd be really grateful. I really appreciate it. I have been seeing we've been growing a little community on here. So I appreciate everybody who's listening. Thank you so much for all the support. And yeah, so I will see you next Monday. I hope everybody has a good week until then. And yeah, this is the second to last episode I'll be doing in February because two more and then March is coming. So like, that's so crazy. Spring is around the corner. And with spring, I will do an episode about this. We're going to do a spring reset and that'll also apply to building your dream life. So just go for it. Go after what you want you can do it. I believe in you. I'm trying to do it. Everyone's trying to do it. And also just enjoy your life. Be grateful for what you have. Yeah, just be your dream girl, whatever that means for you. And I will chat with you guys again next week. All right, see you guys. Bye-bye.